Welcome to Give Theory a Chance. In this episode, we speak to Dr. Amy Guptill, Professor of Sociology at the College of Brockport State University, New York. Amy discusses her recent discovery of Nicholas Luhmann and reflects on how his approach to systems theory has provided a powerful tool for her research on production and consumption. Nicholas Luhmann was a German social theorist, and he's not gotten as much attention over in North America as he has in Europe. He was a real prolific writer. He wrote over 75 books, over 500 articles in his life. And so he's somebody who's really just come to my attention very recently for some work I've been doing on food systems. Okay, that's really cool. So, well, I mean, you mentioned that he was maybe not widely read in this field of sociology, but is he widely read somewhere else? I think his ideas are making something of a comeback. When I search for papers that are citing Nicholas Luhmann and his thinking, I see them in operations research, I see them in research on disasters and resilience. I think the sort of systems thinking that Luhmann is engaging in got a bit of a bad rap a uh, mm. number of decades ago. In sociology, and particularly in the U.S., Talcott Parsons was the theorist most associated with systems thinking. Mm -hmm. And on the one hand, it was utterly impenetrable, right? Like you could read whole paragraphs and have no idea who did what to whom in any kind of paragraph. (laughs) And on the other hand, it was also seen, and I think this has some merit, as really conservative because Mm -hmm. Parsons was very interested in explaining stability, like what makes society stable, and that doesn't leave a lot of insight into change. So Luhmann was a student of Parsons, so I think a lot of people expected to see in Luhmann's thinking the same kind of rigidity um, and static conservatism that people have seen in Parsons' thinking. And with it, the whole notion of systems theory, the notion that we can get our arms around a complex system and control it, or, you know, is another idea that's that's come under criticism. So, but as we face these complex problems and as we face them through interdisciplinary perspectives, there's, I think there's a growing interest in systems thinking and people are rediscovering some of the insights that have come from that literature more broadly and Lumen in particular. Yeah. Okay, so when did you first hear about or become aware of Lumen's ideas? Pretty recently. I'm working on a textbook about the food system, and I've always been a little bit unsatisfied with how people have defined it. In short Mm -hmm. terms, it's often been defined as everything having to do with the production, processing, distribution, preparation, and consumption (laughs) of food. And if you define it that way, what isn't in the food system, frankly? Mm -hmm. And so as I started to think and search for a kind of coherent framework that would nevertheless enable my co-author and I to synthesize some of the great literature on food systems from all these different perspectives, I really just went to the library catalog typed in systems theory and found this book by Polity Press. It's called Introduction to Systems Theory and it's based on a lecture that Lumen delivered in Germany in 1990-1991 but translated into English for the first time in 2013. So I really just found it through a good old-fashioned library search. Wow, that's really cool. So can you tell us a bit about an idea of Lumen's that you feel like had a significant influence on you? Sure. I'll preface it by saying that 
what I find most exciting about sociology and I think what distinguishes sociology from everything else is our relentless focus on relationships mm-hmm. is like that is what we elevate in mm-hmm. our studies like looking at the relationships among elements so what I found so compelling in Lumen's system is how he defines it. He really takes us beyond this notion that a system is a set of elements and the relations among them to actually dispense with the elements and focus exclusively on the relationships. So in his theory of social systems, he argues that society is made of communication. Mm-hmm. Everything else is outside the social system, including the human individual. It's so, a very counterintuitive idea to a lot of us. We're used to thinking of society as something made of individuals. And he says, no, it's something utterly distinct and individuals are connected to it, but they're not exactly in it. That idea is actually just really cool and I'd actually just like to expand on that a little more. So just how has a specific idea influenced your own work as it relates to food and food systems? Well, I've found it really useful for getting my head around a lot of food systems research. So on the one hand, you've got sort of a political economy approach that really focuses on food commodities and how the structure of the trade of food commodities has, you know, changed global capitalism. And then you have a lot of other people looking at smaller social scales and and like what difference, for example, urban agriculture makes in terms of empowerment. And so I find it really useful to say, okay, the feeding relationship is in the food system and individual people are outside of it. Individual people create a relationship to the food system. So as an example, one area that we've got very little data on is self-provisioning, growing your own, hunting your own, fishing your own. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to even conceptualize how it fits into the food system because the nutrients go from sea to plate you know with Mm -hmm. not much else in between but lumen's thinking gives us a way to think about that so you could say that if you're feeding yourself those foods are not in the food system but Mm -hmm. they change your relationship to the food system they make you actually less dependent on the food system they Mm -hmm. empower you vis-a-vis the food system So I think that fundamental idea has led me to have that kind of perspective on something like self-provisioning, which we didn't really have much of a grasp So in your research, have you ever found that, ever found that things don't fit his ideas? Yeah, as I've gone deeper into this, I think his approach, which he calls operational, by defining a system in terms of an operation, fits well with with research on the food system. If we define the food system as a feeding relationship and then to which a lot of things are coupled but you know not within, we learn a lot about how the food system operates. On the other hand, if you define things this way, he gives us very little to go on in terms of understanding power and inequalities mm-hmm. of power. Like mm-hmm. that remains work to be done. Mm-hmm. So I don't think his thinking obscures power mm-hmm. in the same way that Parsons was accused of doing and maybe mm-hmm. Parsons did but he also doesn't give us a lot to go on that's yeah. something that needs to be brought in right so you mentioned that he was a student of Parsons but however he did take a very different approach so 
considering his research and your research, are there other theories that you see Lumen's ideas working particularly well with? Yeah, you know, this is hard for me because I've not mm-hmm. really been a sophisticated theoretical thinker <laughs> in my life. And it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. one of one way I adhere to my working class identity is not having a lot of patience <laughs> for theory. <laughs> right? so, okay, that's why so, we're here. Right. <laughs> so on the one hand, most of my work has been informed by a very materialist Marxist kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been an economist if economists actually had more than one theory at the time. (laughs) And so I do find Lumen compatible with some of the driving ideas of Marxism as I see them. And then I also find Lumen's ideas compatible. I read a good paper using Foucault as a corrective Mm. to Lumen to really elaborate issues of power. So I feel like there's a lot of, you know, good conversations to be had there yeah all right so in conclusion just um reflecting on your project and your experience in the classroom what are the main advantages or selling points of engaging with lumen's ideas i think lumen offers us a radically relational perspective on social life Mm -hmm. to say that society is made of communication is a startling idea but it opens up a lot and he muses in, in this this volume, Introduction to Systems Theory, that it's sort of where you find freedom to be sort of an individual human being, you know, made of relationships in a sense. But your connection to society is a little incomplete. You have your own thoughts. You respond to what happens in society. Society, one hopes, responds by what you do. But that little space of separation, that little space of disjuncture, I think gives us new ways to think about human agency in a time of rapid change. And that sounds like a great place to end. Thank you so much, Dr. Guptal, for your input and all that jazz. All right, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. That's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Jeff Gilbert for the cool theme song, Kyle Green for allowing me to be a part of this, and lastly, to all of you, the amazing listeners, for giving theory a chance.